Welcome to the Encouraging Words for Wives podcast, where we focus on talking about all the real things within a marriage that no one likes to talk about and all of the small decisions that we need to make to be the best version of ourselves to enhance our marriages by following biblical teaching. I'm your host, Simone Phillips from London. For more information, visit our website, www.encouragingwordsforwives.com. I'm not claiming to be an expert. I'm just a woman that's been through some stuff and wanted to create a platform to encourage our wives out there. Welcome to episode 13. And today I wanted to discuss the importance of having sex regularly with your husband. Yes, we're getting straight to it, ladies. Get your coffee, get your tea, get your glass of champagne. We are going there today in today's episode, right? And I've purposely done this episode on my own because, you know, some people do get a bit funny talking about sex. But look, I'm a very open book when it comes to things like this. So let's get to it. I'm so excited to jump into this topic because it's so important. Sex with your husband, not someone that's not your husband. So if I've got any listeners out there, this is not for you in terms of what we're going to be talking about. I'm solely talking to wives who are married to their husbands. Now, let me make it clear. This is for husbands and wives, not for boyfriend and girlfriend. I'm just, I just need to be real. I'm not here judging anyone. However, my beliefs are my beliefs and I try and live by what the Bible says to the best of my ability. For me, I see the Bible as a book of instructions, which I, like I said, I try and live by. I try. The big word there is try because we're not perfect. I'm not claiming to be Jesus's brethren, cousin, sister. I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not claiming to be that. I do have my flaws and I make my mistakes and so on and so forth. It's important that I make that clear because I'm not, I'm far from perfect. So, right, let's get to it. Now that that's out of the way, I just had to start off with on that tone just to set the pace. Right, ladies, ladies, having sex regularly is vital. It's pivotal for your marriage. Your husband doesn't want sex. He needs it. And that is a fact. He doesn't want. Let me just say that again for the people at the back that couldn't hear me. Not joking. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But I will say it again. I will repeat it. He doesn't need. He doesn't want sex. He needs sex. Facts. And go and test it. Your husband could be in a just tense, foul mood. As soon as he has sex, it's just like that energy's just lifted. Try it. Try it and email me and let me know. Facts. Right. Now I'm going to change it up again today and focus on the scripture of the day and today's scripture is from first corinthians chapter 7 verse 5 and it says do not deprive each other except perhaps by mutual consent for a time so that you may devote yourselves to prayer then come together again so that satan will not tempt you because of your lack of self-control now i love this verse because it's basically saying to us 
something that God wants us to have sex with our husbands, ladies. The Bible, this is what the verse is saying. We shouldn't deprive each other of sex. So when your husband's tapping you on your shoulder or trying to move to you, we know how it goes. Let's just be real, ladies, right? When our husbands are doing that, we can't be pushing them off saying, no, I'm tired or mm, no, ladies, we, we can't. We need to find that energy. You, you need to find it. You need to find that energy. And I feel like I need some water because, yeah, I feel like I'm going to go in in this episode. One second. So as I was saying about the verse, 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 5, and I just, like I said, I love it because it is instructions for us. We have to have sex with our husbands because the Bible talks about, in Genesis, two becoming one flesh. And we only become one flesh when we obviously have intercourse sex with our husbands and that's facts and I know as women it is so hard we are juggling so much actually before I get on to that point I just want to add in you know in the verse it just says about by mutual consent meaning if you are and it says by mutual consent for a time so basically the bible's telling us that we can agree with our husbands not to have sex for a period of for some time and that time is to exactly what the bible says to that so that you may devote yourselves to prayer meaning when we are fasting and i've gone over this in episode five about prayer and fasting but when we are fasting that's where we come together and this is why I did say in episode five that it is important that when you are fasting ladies that you speak to your husbands before that you consult with him before that look um such and such is going on or whatever let's just say you're having an issue at work I'm having an issue at work as you know you know what I'm feeling led to do a three-day fast you know or a week fast because obviously during that time you won't be having sex with your husband you will be focusing on prayer and fasting because that's what the Bible says. That's exactly what the word is saying, that we devote ourselves. The only time that we deprive ourselves, uh, you know, your spouse from sex is, and that's with mutual consent. So if your husband's like, mate, how am I going to still get it in? The Bible says mutual consent. So if your husband is not consenting, then you still need to have sex. That's And I'm not, I, like I said, I keep saying this, I'm not an expert read the word that's what the word says I'm not making this up it's right in the bible that you have too so read it you know and it says devote yourself in prayer then it says then come together again so that satan will not tempt you and this is the point I'm trying to make today we can't allow the enemy to get into the marriage because it says that the end, Satan will tempt you. So we already know that we have to have sex with our husbands. Why? Because the enemy will come in. Read it. If you don't believe me, go and read it. I always read the NIV version because it's just plain in English. I don't do the die, they, though, they, that versions because <laughs> I don't understand it. So I like the NIV. But it's in there. If you don't believe me, go and read it. Now, obviously, God's put that in there because he knows that we are flesh and he knows and it even says so that Satan will not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. Again, I'm going to leave that there and let that fester 
for you to understand what I'm trying to say here. Let me move on. Now, I know as women, it's so hard juggling so many. We carry, as women, we carry so many plates. Especially if you're a working mom, you work full time or you have your business, you've got the kids. There's a lot that happens in the day. And at the end of the day, you're tired. You're completely flat out and you're just done. And the last thing you want to do, if you're waking up at like five, six in the morning, doing everything that you've got to do throughout the day, and then keeping up with the house and dinners and pack lunches and washing clothes and doing the house clean and working, and then you've got to do extra out. Oh, so much that we have to do as women. And then we're expected to throw it down at the end of the day. It's a lot. It is a lot. Or it gets to a point where you feel so bad that you haven't had sex, so you just have sex the lazy way. Now, ladies, we all know what having sex the lazy way is. I don't need to spell it out to you, but I know you catch my drift in what I'm saying. The lazy way, yeah? That, that way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But ladies, come on, we need to do better. And you know that we need to do, we need to do better. We have to, all right? But firstly, we need to pull it in prayer. And if you haven't been having sex regularly with your husband, you need to pray about it and ask God to show you what the issue is. Is it because you don't have energy or, you know, are you just really tired? If so, then try and have sex in the morning. Boom! You get it out of the way. <laughs> I'm just being real. You get it out of the way. Boom. He's all right. He started off his day good. There's no no expectation to have it again in the evening because you've already done it in the morning. Boom. I mean, if you want to go again in the evening, do your thing, girl. But you've got it done. It's out of the way. Boom. You know, it depends. Like, I'm more of a morning person personally. Like, not even talking about sex. I'm just talking about in general. Like, I like to hit the gym in the morning. You would never, you rarely catch me hitting the gym after work. I'm tired, man. My brain's done. My body's done. I don't want to do anything in the evening. I'm more of a morning person. So if you're a morning person, get it in in the morning. Eat. Boom. Mentally schedule it in. <laughs> oh, gosh. Or if you work from home, have sex in the middle of the day. If your husband works from home too, do it in the middle of the day. Boom. It doesn't have to always be late at night. Don't put yourself in that box thinking, right, I have to have sex at night. No, you can do it any time throughout the day. There's no rule that it has to be done at night time. Be creative. Think outside the box. Now, other reasons could be that you're not feeling great about yourself. You're a parent. You might have let yourself go. I'm being, I'm going to be real because I've been there as well in terms of the, I let myself go. I've ate. You know, you know, with them ones where you eat out of control for a good couple of months and then you look in the mirror and you're like, whoa, what, what, where did this weight come? Where did that roll? You know, you just find that extra back fat roll. And it's like, hang on, that weren't there before. Then you don't feel good and then you're trying on clothes, especially when you're working from home because you're, when you're working from home, you, you tend to be in the same clothes, leggings, baggy t shirt. And it's not until when you've got to go out and put on your nice clothes, and the nice clothes is not zipping and fitting how it used to fit, then you don't feel good about yourself. You don't feel great. Hair looks mashed up, skin looks a mess, feel fat. Being real, we all go through it, ladies. 
then it's time to put your if you're feeling like that it's now's the time to put yourself together put yourself together because like I said I've been there where I felt slobbish fat but you have to pull yourself out of it ladies go to the gym start eating healthily be intentional about that try and get yourself to a place where you're feeling happy when you look in the mirror you like what you see yes things may jiggle and hang lower than it used to before like because we're at that age now but either way embrace it you either embrace how you are and how you look and how you feel or you got to be proactive and do something about it if you don't like it and I know it this sounds very tough love but I would never tell you to do something if I haven't done it myself like I said I've been there take me back to 2019 2018 I was mate and even 2021 I was not feeling myself at all and I would only say 2022 this year where I can buy an outfit and pull it on and feel brilliant like good I I look in the mirror I'm like yes sir you go girl yes rock it and I feel good because when you feel confident within yourself that oozes a different type of energy you feel good you walk with your head up high you swing your hips a little bit more you just feel good and that's how we should be we should be looking in the mirror and being like yes skin feels clear I feel good you walk with a different level of confidence that will help you in the bedroom how are you meant to feel sexy and feel good about yourself in terms of your relationship with you how is that if you don't have a good relationship with you you know with yourself that will transpire in your sex life it all starts off with us ladies we have to put ourselves first and feel good about ourselves it's so important So yes, how we feel about our bodies and ourselves, it does impact our sex life. So if you're not feeling great about yourself, it will impact. Did you know just little things, you're having sex and then you don't want the light on or you can't have morning sex because it's too bright and he might see the role. He knows it's there, hon. He knows the roles are there. Don't hide it, okay? You either embrace it or you do something about it. And I know that sounds tough, but I'm just being real. Now, just the last thing I'll say on that point is it's up to us to make the change. Only we can change it. Like even you listen to this podcast, you can listen to it, but it's only you that can get up and do something about it. I can talk to the cows come home, but you are the one that needs to take the action. You are the only one that can do something about it. Let me move on. (laughs) Now, It's important to also be spontaneous. You don't have to have sex at the same time, the same position. Change things up a bit. Think outside the box. Plan to be spontaneous at least once a month. That's achievable, ladies. Come on. Be spontaneous once a month. Catch him completely off guard and just initiate. Once, Be spontaneous with it. Once a month. That's a minor. Come on, we can commit to that. Get yourself in the mood. 
you know, if you've got children, put the kids to bed like half an hour early, 30 minutes early before their usual bedtime. So that you that gives you an extra 30 minutes to go and run yourself a nice bath, sit in the bath, relax in the bath, put some nice body or lotion on, go to rituals. I love a bit of rituals. Go there or wherever your favourite body lotion is. It could be, there was a phase I was in the White Company. Love the White Company. A bit of Joe Malone. Whatever your lotion is, like not like your everyday cocoa butter or Dove. No, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the nice one. The, you know, you, you go out, this expensive, nice body lotion that it stays smelling on your skin for a good day. You still smell good because you've got the lotion or the body oil on. Get yourself one of those. Put that on. Put the nice scented body lotion on and some perfume. So at least you feel good and you're relaxed and you're ready. Buy some sexy underwear. When was the last time you either bought yourself some sexy underwear or wore some sexy underwear? Yeah, I'm hearing the silence. No, I'm joking. I'm, I'm, I'm messing about. But update your silk underwear. Treat yourself. Go out and treat yourself. Buy yourself some sexy underwear. Buy yourself some sexy lingerie. There's sales on at the moment. There's sales everywhere at the moment. Go online, buy something online. If you're not too sure on your size because you recently had a baby or your boobs are changing or you've lost weight, put on weight, whatever the situation is, go and get yourself measured again. Get yourself a nice underwide push-up bra with the sexy little matching Frenchies or thongs to go with it. Or if you're conscious about your belly, get like a, you know, the lace all-in-one thing with, with, with it crutchless. You know, I'm just being real. I've got to be real on this episode. I have to. I have to be real. Get yourself one of those. Wear it so that you feel maybe it's a thing where you go into the shop and try it on instead of ordering online because you want to just feel good and get something where if you're conscious about your belly, it's fine. You've got the all, like I said, the all-in-ones to hide the belly part. Get it crutchless. Boom. What's the problem? Try wear at least sexy underwear. Try and do your sexy underwear thing at least once a month. I'm telling you, ladies, if you were to implement these things, one, you would feel great about yourself. Two, your husband will enjoy it as well. It will spice things up and spruce things up for you in your marriage. Now, remember, we're not allowed to deprive each other our husbands of sex it's not my words that's in the bible yeah that's what it says we're not allowed to do that and it just reminds me actually of there was a sermon that I listened to a few years ago and the preacher was saying that how his wife used to change the bulb on her side of the bedside table and when she, what she would do is put a red bulb in when it was that time and that was her way of indicating to her husband that it was sexy time and I really like that idea I haven't done it but I, I really like the idea I thought oh yeah that's a good idea and obviously it was regular it was like a regular thing that used to happen well does happen within their marriage but I just like that I really like that because also your husband's probably getting tired of him always initiating sex Ladies, we have to initiate too. 
And I just love that idea because that was her way of initiating sex with her husband. Now, please, ladies, I, I just want to make it very clear. When I'm saying all of this, I'm talking to myself too. All right. I want to, I'm, like I keep saying, I'm not claiming to be an expert here because I'm talking to myself too. Now, what I would say is we really have to, as wives, we need to be intentional about these things because the enemy likes to distract us. And when I mean the enemy, the enemy will distract us in terms of, oh, there's a late business meeting that needs to happen. Oh, the workload at work is crazy. Oh, I'm feeling stressed and overwhelmed and I'm feeling depressed. So when you're feeling stressed, overwhelmed, depressed, of course, who would want to have sex when you're feeling in that emotion? And that's what I mean in terms of, and that's what the Bible means as well, about the enemy will come to attack, basically. And like I said before, the enemy is not coming in some dragon thing. It happens in a subtle way, like you're having to work long hours, like you're having to work late. That's all of those things. And this is why it's important that if you are struggling with managing or even having a sex life, you need to pull it in prayer. So if it's a thing where you're feeling overworked at work or whatever's happening, you need to pull it in prayer so that God is able to help you. Because by rights, the order how we should be operating is God is first, then the family. That's This is the order. God first, the family, and then everything else after that. That's how it should be. So if you're not prioritizing your family and you're not prioritizing God in that order, then of course there's going to be issues that arise. So it's important that we, we stay in alignment. Important that we are also, that we don't make other things a priority. We have to stay awake and we have to know the tricks and tricks of the enemy because he does. He And that's like a little trick. Got to work late, tired, blah, blah, blah. No, like ask God to give you energy. Lord, I am feeling tired right about now. I'm feeling so exhausted. Lord, give me the wisdom to be able to make the right choices. Help me so that I'm not feeling overwhelmed. Help me to manage my day. Have you asked God to do that? To manage your day, to manage your time, for you to stay focused and for you not to procrastinate. I remember there was this one time, a period of my life where I was just so easily distracted and I couldn't understand why and the moment that I prayed into it like God gave me that practical solution so what I was distracted on was Instagram I kept scrolling through Instagram and then I couldn't do my work and then two hours before I meant to leave work I'm then cramming it all in then feeling stressed that I haven't finished what I should have done ages ago so God gave me the practical solution of right put your phone away lock it like lock it away so that you can focus that's just a small example but you need to put it in prayer and I'm hoping we are what 13 13 episodes in now and I'm sure you catch the drift of every single episode which is you need to pray about every single thing and I'm sure you're getting that now pray about it and that just leads me nicely onto my last part, actually. It's in everything, pray. <sighs> because it's so true. Because only God is able to help us, ladies. Only God is able to guide us. Only 
God is able to help us to juggle everything. We are wearing so many hats. We are spinning so many plates. But only God is able to allow us to juggle it in the right way. Be a fantastic wife. Be an amazing mother. Be a fantastic colleague and manager and what you know whatever else you do in the working business environment to be a good friend to be a good daughter to be a good sister to be a good niece and so on and so on and so forth the hats that we have to wear to manage the household it's important to make time for our husbands because like I said in the beginning of our this episode our husbands do not want sex they need sex okay and that's all I'm going to leave you with today and I hope that whatever you've taken away you take away this point our husbands do not want sex our husbands need sex I would love to hear from you I would love to hear how you will be implementing this please 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 get in contact with me send me a dm hit me up on instagram i really want to hear how you're going to implement this ladies thank you so much for listening and we shall catch up next week if you also have any suggestions or ideas that you would like to see featured on the podcast i welcome your input please send this to info at encouragingwordsforwives.com Let's keep the conversation going and connect with me on all social media platforms. You can find me on Instagram, I'm on TikTok and on Twitter. Be sure to go over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify and wherever else you are listening to your podcast. Remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. I'm excited. I'm so excited for this journey and I really pray that you all have a blessed week and take care.